to yet another episode of TXR, episode number 109, the absolute best place on a Sunday night to relax, pop a cold one, and listen to a dynamic gaming crew. I'm your host, Invader, and I am pumped to get the conversation going. First, though, let me introduce you to the panel. Tim Dog, hey, it's nice to have you back on, man. Uh, did you have fun at the Jets game last weekend? Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty fun. It was a tiring drive, but uh, overall, it was a good experience. Fun, they won. Um, I'm a Giants fan, but I, I go with uh, pretty much family. It was fun. Uh, happy to be here. We're gonna talk some games. Back to the uh, grind. Uh, but yeah, back ready. Uh, it was it was fun, and uh, just just a little bit of a uh, taking that drive is is a lot. A five hour drive both ways. Yeah, because I was about to say, right? Isn't it in? Wasn't it in Washington? I think. Yeah, Washington DC. Yeah, that's uh, right. So like Maryland area. Oh yeah, would be quite the drive for you. Alrighty, Shock Buddy, how you doing over there? Uh, keeping company with your kitty cat? Oh yeah, I'm pretty good. <laughs> yeah, how was the? Oh yeah, you already said the, the Jets game. Did they win? I can't remember. Yeah, they won uh, thirty-five four seventeen. It was a pretty much a blowout. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, been pretty good. All right, all right, nice. Ah, here we go. Southbound. Uh, nice to see you popping in there, bud. How you been? Hello, hello. How's everybody's week going? Or weekend, should I say? Good that you're here now. It's better now. <laughs> oh, come on, Timmy. You're too nice. At least, at least we got Jeremy here to mess everything up. I know. <laughs> He shit his pants. He can't make the show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, Jeremy's uh, out of commission uh, for the evening, but he'll be back next time around. Centurion Buddy, uh, of course, you're always on the podcast scene. How you been? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Been looking forward to TXR all week long and hanging out with the OGs of podcasting. Nice. Oh, geez. Wow. Nice. Thanks. <laughs> I like that title. Works for me. All right. Megatron won't be with us this evening. Uh, he's busy taking over the world and doing Megatron things. <laughs> but let's kick this into high gear, guys. And there's lots of news to cover. And the day has finally come, and the Google Stadia has finally been released onto the market. And it's been, well, a bit of a rocky start to things, to say the least. There's been a lot of issues with the streaming servers. Obviously, consumers were promised a smooth experience, but the service isn't achieving that right off the bat. Also, there's been all kinds of promised day one features that are missing at launch, such as 4K streaming, no buddy passes, no achievements, and the list just goes on, all kinds of stability issues and so on and so forth. There's also been reports of Chromecast already overheating and shutting down games. Not looking good, guys. How are you reacting to this? As the Stadia, you know, it's going to be competing with Xbox's Project X Cloud, and it's just kind of looking rough. Well, I mean, well, you want to go uh, first? You can go. I was just going to say, does it even on the level of competing right now? It's lacking the infrastructure. It's lacking features. There's no multiplayer. Oh my god! Like I, I, I knew Google wanted to be first, but I didn't know that they would like it would be like this just to be first. 
Yeah, it's pretty. What rough. I want to know is where, where's the double standard at? Because I know if, if Xbox made all these promises about all these features and everything yeah, else, they'd be getting clobbered right now. Well, mm-hmm. oh, look at Crackdown Three when in the wrecking yeah. zone didn't work that way, and that was just a feature in a game. Now we're talking yeah. about a service. Yeah, you're talking well, about I a mean, whole like quote unquote console launch, and you know, like I just don't understand. You know, what's yeah. good for the goose is good for the gander. You know. You know what it is? They, they are getting beat up in a lot of areas, but I hate to say it. Uh, with Microsoft, people actually care. Here, people just like who cares? Like they, don't, you know, they don't really. It's it's not this. You're right. There is a double standard, but I, I do think that there's a there's a segment of people that just don't care or you know or, or aren't going to bother. And these outlets know that, and that's why you know the reception is lukewarm. If there was if if they were saying this and there was uh, a debate going on, it'd be a little bit different. But uh, you know, from the start, you know, it's been it's been pretty much well, put I, down. I've said it a few times that I think Google's just gonna say, you know what? Eh, we tried, we failed. On to the next idea because mm-hmm. they got money to throw away. Yeah, and uh, you know, uh, to me, like to to me on the launch, I'll just go into my take on it. Uh, the launch was a disaster. It's 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 a beta. They should have had a beta. They promised so much in March, and they didn't deliver pretty much a single thing from 4K60 uh, that they keep spouting. Uh, Red Dead Redemption Two mm-hmm. is 4K. It's 1440p, 30 frames per second. Um, you know, they, they, they touted all this stuff and, and they didn't deliver on anything. Um, basically it sounds like a big beta to me. And, um, like you said, South, I kind of get the same feeling. I think that if this doesn't go well, or it doesn't, you know, hit off, like they think that it might, or that, you know, they give it a little time and it still doesn't hit off. Um, I think Google, you know, will just say, we tried or they'll make it into a little subservice to nothing. Well, no, the reason why I say that is because I mean, look at uh, Google's history. They're, yeah. they're notorious for giving up on programs. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, that is, that is a valid, you know, I, I mean, I brought that up and people are like, no, they're going to stay with it. They got a ton of money. They do have a ton of money behind mm-hmm. it, but um, let's be honest. If, 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 if things don't improve and, you know, there are some good things about Stadia. I'm not going to say it's a horrible product. I just think it's it's way too early. They launched it way too early. They, they launched it in a beta phase. And, you know, they were just expecting people to just say, okay, and deal with this stuff. This is a gaming crowd. We are like the, the most critical consumers going. And you're just, you know, you're, they're just putting the feet to the fire, as they say, you know, for Google. They're, they're just putting it in a really bad position. And to me, that means that they don't really care about the product that much. I mean, if you cared about the product, you'd say maybe two months ago, okay, let's let's bite the bullet, you know, and, and let's move forward and let's 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 go on and, and you know, take our time and get some of the stuff that we promised. You know, we're going to talk about other things later in the show, but, you know, and, and I'm going to point to that, you know, because – I think other game companies are, are are taking the right idea, and I just feel that the way Google's went about this, Phil Harrison and everything, and company, they just they're going about it the wrong way, and it, and it's gonna it's gonna hurt them bad. 
he stood up on that stage all loud and proud. Oh, we're going to have 10 teraflops this, <laughs> and we're going to be the strongest thing out there than any home console and all this other stuff. And it's just like when you're going to go head to head with Sony and Microsoft and Nintendo, not, and well, Nintendo even. Yeah, I'm talking, but we're talking consoles that have power and everything else. Um, it, you know, I, yeah, I throw Nintendo in there. Why not? <laughs> but it's just comes down to, you know, now they look like a bunch of, excuse the expression. They look like a bunch of dumbasses. Yeah. You know, you're, you're like, when you're trying to compete in that market and to release in that state, it, I mean, that's a joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Phil Spencer said about X cloud in that interview, would you release it like that? Even Phil Spencer knew that X cloud was nowhere near what it needed to be to be a full viable consumer product. But apparently Google did was not paying attention and also didn't take it seriously. Yeah. Like, and you can dude, you like can tell the hardware is underdeveloped too. They it feels like they just took, oh, we have these uh ultra Chromecasts. Oh, well, you know, let's not develop a new thing. Let's just take those that are already notorious for overheating streaming four K video. Right. And we're gonna put them on gaming and now they're overheating. You had Spawn Wave put like heat sinks on it. And that like did wonders. Like, what they didn't think to make it maybe a little bit bigger, put some heat sinks in there. Yeah, it's well, just, one of their down too. worst pickups was probably uh, Phil Harrison of all people to be head <laughs> of Stadia. Of all the people, that guy has such a terrible track record. Remember his time at Xbox? Horrible. Uh, oh, he, that was. Rough. And his time, and his time with PlayStation. Yeah, you he's he is he is honestly he's he's the I think he's worse than Matrick because because I because at least Matrick had 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 a, like uh, some success. This guy's a walking talking disaster. Everything he touches seems to go to shit. He, he was I had with, fun with J Dub on that because it was like, wait, you 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 want Phil Spencer gone, but you're backing Phil Harrison. Yeah, I'm like okay. <laughs> yeah, no, he he's he's really. Uh, I, listen, I wouldn't go that. I wouldn't be so negative towards him, but he was he was a little bit arrogant on the stage. And listen, in March when when I watched that show, I told Phil, I told everyone, I said, dude, they're very impressive. And you know, and they were like, okay, you know, that's cool, you know. And the bottom line was, is at that point, I was lied to. Because look what they came out, and look what look what it is now. And as oh, somebody, they overpromised and underdelivered yeah. at the end of the day. And like like mm-hmm. like somebody said, they don't seem like they care. Like, why would you throw something out like that if you if you really cared about a product and you really wanted to go right? The writing was on the wall. You know, have any of the fe- half the features they promised. You can't use wireless controller if you don't have the Founders Edition uh, Chromecast. You can't uh, do 4K right now. Don't yeah, think. yeah. You, you well, it doesn't do it. That's the problem. It's, it's like 1080p upscaled to 4K. Uh, no LTE coverage. You know, it's like somebody said to me. They said their play was to get in the living rooms. Whereas Microsoft's play is to just extend the way you play your games, and I think that that, that really um, kind of that's like, very well that, said. Yeah, it kind of it kind of sums mm-hmm. up the way this is all going. And let's think, let's look at it. Xbox, the way they're doing it, kind of is an easier way, more acceptable way. They're they're going about it with very little fanfare. They're staying quiet. Uh, they're just you know here and there. You know they they just staying quiet, but then they're saying, "Hey, fifty games to play." 
Um, and uh, it's free beta. They don't charge you for the beta. Yeah, like no, it. no beta. And they're also going to put this in Game Pass too. They're going to tie it to Game Pass. So when this does release, anything that you play on freaking Game Pass, you can play on your freaking phone. Uh, I'll go into to my my plane on xCloud, but I've been extensively testing it out and, uh, you know, um, a lot to say there. Yeah. Now it's interesting too, because obviously the XO event in London happened a couple of weeks ago and they Xbox had announced for project xCloud over what? 50 games, you know, a a ton of games and available right now. Yeah. They're available right now. And like you guys said, you know, it's in a testing phase and they basically embarrassed the google stadia you know the launch was coming up they only had about 11 12 games and they had right. to they had to increase it they had to increase it to i believe yeah, 22 <laughs> launch games and they only have one exclusive title it's a little indie game called guilt i mean it looks it looks kind of cool i'll admit but nothing that really drives you to want to grab a console for you know, if I'm paying for a supposed 4K streaming console, it's supposed to do this and that, the ease of access. I need some other stuff to promote it. And I just feel like they went around things the wrong way. They're just starting to build up their internal studios right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't really have any exclusive content there. Well, I think Xbox just took the wind out of their sails, you know, after they, you know, their little show in March and how they were, you know, talking all this. And Xbox didn't even have to say nothing. They just came out and, you know, showing xCloud and it's showing it's a better service, period. Right. Well, and that they care about it too. Like, you know, you know, they they've every step of the way they've they've been strategic with this. And and it's like I you know, I heard some people, you know, some people were like, Well, Phil should go after them and deliver a death blow and you know, really that's uh, not his style, you know. And that. It's, it's not his style. And you know what? You know, he doesn't, doesn't have to. to do that. He doesn't need to. He let the actions speak louder than words. I mean, you know, uh, at this point. You know, Stadia is doing a lot of harm. I mean, I just put up a commercial that they just put out, and even the marketing is off. Uh, It it just doesn't seem like gamers really evolved this. It just seems like people with big egos who, you know, thought just they could ride along with the game, uh, 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 an idea, and, um, you know, everything else would fall in place. You know they're they're in for a rude disaster. You know, uh, you know a rude awakening because look at what's going on now. I mean, you see people taking shots at them all the time, and and like you know, I mean, I I, I get mood said to me. You know, he's like, you know, you have to let tech like this, um, you know, kind of, you kind of give it a you gotta you know give it a little uh, breathing room, and he's right. Um, but that's just not the way people. That's not the way gamers are. We're very uh, you know, you know how we are. Look at look at well, look. and they pissed off their hardcore. The people that bought pre-ordered it the second they went up. Some of those people didn't get their codes until yeah. after people that had just done it two days before. Yeah, so they yeah. didn't get to pick their name and get it secure. Oh yeah, yeah they're the hardcore. True. They had a bunch of technical issues with that. A lot of uh, people had bought it, like you said, and then they got the that they didn't buy it and they had to rebuy it and uh, all types of launch. You know difficulties and this and that. Who's and eating chips right now? <laughs> not me. Yeah, you're <laughs> that Megatron? That was my bad. Um, so someone got a hand in the cookie jar. <laughs> but you know, I mean, I, I, as we're explaining and going through it, um, 
you know, you got to be re- if you're going to come into this game, you got to be you got to be you got to know what's going on. You got to have people that know what's going on, and and you can't go about it half-assed. And right now, th- this is a half-assed launch. It's a half-assed uh, commitment. It seems like it just it seems like this is just something that I hate to say it might go away. Um, for them, at least, uh, uh, you know. But if they want to stick with it and be serious, they got to really, uh, you know, you know, sh- fix fix a lot of problems and, and start getting. The- well, I, I I think in the, to an extent, extent too, they they just assumed that you know, like the the candy crushes and all that would would transfer to your your TV and people would right. follow that. And I mean, bottom line is they don't have the track record of infrastructure to, to allow that to happen. Right. And if you're going to promise something, especially with gamers, you, you better, you better deliver it. It's not going to be some half-assed checkerboarding gets destroyed. Anything that's, that's not true to what you're, what you say specifically is going to be picked apart and everything's going to be known. And, and already we have digital foundries analysis that said the service has a lot of potential, um, but you know when they really tested it and they showed the games, you're still better off playing on an Xbox One X, and that isn't even a new console that's coming out next year, uh, than than you are playing, uh, you know, uh, the Stadia, and that's mm-hmm. that's the local that's a local playing the game right there. I love when you say Stadia. <laughs> yeah, I think I don't this thing know. is going to get killed by Amazon. Uh, Amazon has already the loyalty and the commitment because they already have you on Amazon Prime. So mm-hmm. if anything, they probably just put the games in there and say, hey, you're already a subscriber. So you're already... Um, and they have that commitment. They can get their product, any product they need to get out to people. They don't have shipping issues like Google. Um, now, And they have probably the top cloud infrastructure out there. I, I I think that you, you make a point because I think that's the biggest worry for Sony and Microsoft is that Amazon gets in the space and, you know, because of their cloud service. Yep, and they're being quiet. And, you know, it's common. Listen, you don't hire, you don't hire a guy like Albert Pinello to not – to do something other than gaming. He's been in, in the industry. He helped develop Xbox one. He helped, uh, you know, he was, he was, he basically oh, from the beginning was, Xbox. Yeah. He's been there. Uh, Xbox one X. So he's there. And, and listen, and that was what I was going to refer to. Cause it's going to be one of the topics that we go into. Um, Amazon is, is the real deal, I think. And I think that, uh, they're going about this the right way. They're not having a big press conference, and they're just laying in. They're laying in the weeds, and they're watching everyone. And this, they're, they're saying, "Look what they're doing. Look what they're doing." And like, like uh, Shock says, they just might come out and say, "Hey, you're a Prime member. Guess what? Here's your service of games, and here's this. Yeah. And it's all in addition to Amazon Prime because that's what they want. They want people on Amazon Prime, and they have that as their." As there's something to push, if they can get gaming to that, guess what? You might get a guy like me, and you might get a guy like South. You might get this whole panel, you know, with all the, everything else Amazon Prime offers. Why not get free games with it? Absolutely. I, I'm kind of I don't know how to feel about the whole Amazon and Google thing purely because if let's look at it this way: if Google right now was working perfectly and working the way it was supposed to it still has nothing to make you want to hop on that train. 
because they don't have anything exclusive now. Like I hate using the word exclusive because Microsoft has been the victim of people claiming they don't have exclusive titles. I'm perfectly fine with Microsoft's exclusive offerings. Yes, they can uh, do a better job, but um, they do have them. That's, that's something that you definitely need because if you just launch a product, it just, you're not Kevin Costner. If you build it, they're not just because you build it doesn't mean they're going to come. You have <laughs> to have something to make people want to be part of that infrastructure. And one thing I've noticed, at least about this generation, is there is a lot of plastic box worship. And you're going to have a hard time getting a lot of the actual hardcore diehard gamers to relinquish whatever brand they've chosen to switch over to another brand, especially with all these brands, especially Microsoft starting to create what's known as legacy content, where you have multiple generations of gaming available on that ecosystem. And it's going to be really hard to make somebody want to make that switch because like that's that it's, it's a digital ecosystem. You, you, you got like, to make yourself stand out bottom line. And it's like moving so into a new house, mm-hmm. you know, it's like moving into a new house. You ain't going to move into a house that has the same features as the house you already got. You got to, you know, definitely if you don't have a swimming pool and the new house has a swimming pool, all of a sudden there's a selling point. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Now, before we move on like to Amazon streaming and the rumors there with the Stadia, there was a question in the chat by Peter Sark here. Does anyone in here has anyone tried out the Google Stadia or <laughs> been able to demo it at all or have any interest in picking it up? I had tried it when it when it first the they when they when they first uh, had it, uh, you know, when they had the tr- the uh, the test um, way back when, but I haven't played any of the newer the newer stuff. So, um, but from what I've seen, um, uh, as with all streaming, you're gonna have your ups and downs. You're gonna have your your peaks and valleys. It's not gonna be as good as a local experience. Um, and as I as I I could say myself, and uh, you know, I'll go into it later too um, with XCloud. Uh, it's a different experience when you play, at least for me, when you're playing streaming, you kind of realize that you're streaming and, and you give it a little, you give a little latitude there or you give a little bit of a, uh, you know, you, you, you realize you, you're never going to get that precision that you're going to get from a local playing console. So um, with that, with that said, I think that's that, that, that uh, Stadio, however the hell you say it, um, is is going to be fine. I just think some of the things that they've been saying and all that stuff is going to hurt them. But the service itself, from what I've read too, has been pretty good. Mm-hmm. Now, they've been pimping out... Uh, there's been some articles over the past week about their controller because uh, Phil Harrison there was uh, did a few interviews talking about their uh, gender-neutral controller. And they're talking about the advantages here and that it has an advantage over Xbox and PlayStation that it doesn't have any uh, pre-existing gamer culture to appease. I thought it was interesting language that he was using, but I I mean, he should really be trying to promote the like the games and the attractiveness of this like the the gamers are going to come regardless, I think, just put out compelling software. 
Yeah, and why are you trying to put you know gamers in in different categories? You know what I mean? Like, I I don't know. Yeah, I think we've come too far these days to to sit there and say, oh, well, gender neutral or male, female. You know what I mean? I, I don't I don't I don't see that there's like I, a class I, system as gamers. Yeah, I, I, who the fuck thinks about a gender? Mm-hmm. Who the hell says That's gender? Big- what the hell is that? Who the fuck? Did, I never thought about a controller like that in my life. Yeah. Hey, Megatron. <laughs> welcome to the party. I'm sorry. What's up, everyone? A gender-neutral controller. You know what? That says it all, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> trash. I mean, you know, back to Peter. Peter said it. Anybody? I haven't tried it. The Stadia, but it doesn't sound appealing at all. If I'm a regular consumer and I'm looking to, you know, look into this thing and doing my research and looking at all the feedback, it doesn't look like uh, it's putting his best foot forward. Um, it looks like it's just disappointing. I mean, remember I mean, remember how attractive it looked in the beginning when it came out right before E3? I thought they were going to actually do a show at E3, but they did yeah. theirs, what, uh, like a week or so prior to, and they shot their shot, and it looked attractive. And I'm like, you know, we were singing Stadia, this and that, and look where we are today. It doesn't look like it's worth it. It's nothing that they showed me. Well, I've seen or I've heard, you know, I am going by word of mouth. I haven't tried it yet. So, you know, but uh, nothing's going to pull me away from what I already have, the potential with uh, xCloud is and my Game Pass and all that stuff all rolled into one. To and this seems right now it's a waste of money. Maybe in the future. Yeah. If, like I said, it, unless they, you know, I, I honestly wholeheartedly believe they're going to give up on the whole stadium thing. But, you know, mm-hmm. hey, I could be wrong and I could be proven wrong, which I hope I am. So hopefully in the future, you know, they get their shit together and, and they do have a product that's worth me, mm-hmm. me going out and purchasing it. I think that's a concern for a lot of gamers. Like I was kind of uh, excited about it when I first, like when they first announced it and unveiled it. Um but now you just look at it like, oh, there's just a lack of commitment there. So maybe the games I buy with them will just go away if they just shut it down yeah. like they did. Google Hangouts, why they have to shut it down? So mm-hmm. like, yeah, they, exactly. they can't commit to that Skype and that, was, and that was great. And that was great. And they, they took that down. Yeah, I'm Amazon, down. I know they're yeah. not going to just drop it. Yeah, I, I, There's some commitment there because if it's in Amazon Prime, guess what? I know Amazon Prime is not going anywhere. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Well, again, I'm I'm hopeful that Google will pull it pull it out. I hope they stick with it. Obviously, they are developing game studios right now. I hope they're committed to it for the long term, and we'll just have to wait this out. And hopefully, they work out the kinks to this because uh, competition's a good thing. But right now, it's uh, a little rough to say the least. Uh, but Looking. guys, yeah, well, it doesn't pose any competition. Definitely unimpressive. Like, <laughs> just... yeah, it's uh, it's pretty rough, especially with X Cloud in uh, in the lineup in the thick of things. But we're gonna move on. We've been talking about it a little bit, and yeah, it looks like uh, the Stadia wants to be the only gaming stream service competitor. However, there's rumors of Amazon entering gaming uh, the game streaming market, and it's been hinted at for a while. And now analysts are suggesting that Amazon will launch its own service in time to compete with Project Scarlet and the PlayStation 5. Everyone's favorite games analyst, Michael Patcher, predicts the PS5 launch... uh, and the Scarlet, there will be uh, Amazon there. And so it's interesting that 
you know, Amazon would be the thick of things when the new consoles launch. Guys, do you think that we'll see Amazon enter game streaming from the sounds of things? Because, hey, Amazon, they certainly have the abilities to do this. They have the money. They're a big, big powerhouse right now. What do you guys think? I, you know, what? I'm just gonna go in real quick. Michael Packner, he, he, he swings and misses more than times than he hits. So you know what I mean? Like, he's a nice guy, and you know, he's well liked in the industry, but he's he's not very uh, spot on with his record. You know, uh, but then it's not. It wasn't a very good uh, or a hard leap to guess that Amazon's gonna join in because I think that they got the money to do it, and they, you know, like everyone's already saying. You know, they got their prime. Why not? You know, when you got Disney Plus, you yeah. got, you know, Game Pass, you got these subscription services that, you know, they, they see the, you know, they, they, they see the potential in it and right. to add more value to it. Why not? Yeah, they, 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 they've, I've heard, I've heard they're definitely in on, on a console, uh, on, a, on not a console, on uh, streaming. Uh, you know, you look at their hires, Pinello. Um, I just think that they're going to go about it the right way. Uh, it might not be, it might not be as uh, as big as they're saying with, with with the way Google's talking about it. It might be something that you could add in, into Xbox Prime, smaller games, or a way to access your library. Uh, but I'm definitely interested to see what they're doing, and I don't think that they're going to be. Uh, if they they do dedicate themselves and they do show that you know they're a player, they're going to be something where they're going to take it serious. It's not going to be uh, half-assed or just another project. Uh, it's going to be something where they take it serious. They're gonna they're gonna go about it the right way, uh, you know. And um, you know, I think that I think that they they could be good enough to stick around. Um, no, you, you know, know you, you get a, you made a good point, Timmy. They they are just sitting back and watching and laying in the weeds, you know, to see what not to do. Right. Exactly. I mean, and 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 Google is out here Galaxy. making all claims. They have Iron Galaxy, right? They, Don't they're they, the ones they, that revitalize. Uh, Killer Instinct. No, that's Double Helix. No, the double Helix, Double Helix. That's sure? who they, they purchased Double Helix. Yes. Yeah, that's Iron Galaxy. Oh, double Helix. Over. I got them confused. They have yeah, double me Helix. too. They're oh, it's very easy. Yeah, Iron well, Galaxy. Well, they both worked on Killer Instinct, though. Yes. Yeah, Iron yeah, Galaxy. But, uh, took uh, double over Helix after was the, the one that first did it. Right. They were purchased. Um, Going to be interesting. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, obviously, Amazon have all kinds of things at their disposal. Uh, like everyone was saying, they have Amazon Prime already, the video streaming service. They have Twitch. Twitch is, uh, you know, the game streaming. Everybody mm -hmm. knows Twitch, a favorite platform for many creators, although uh, a bunch of them are moving over to Mixer. Um, but, yeah, and a lot of people forget. I mean, they do have a bunch of internal studios. Obviously, we talked about uh, them acquiring Double Helix, which they turned into, I think, Amazon Orange County or something. But they have other studios, too. They have a couple of other internally made studios. So, you know, they've been they've been making some games, but I know that some of them have been canceled. There's been some retoolings. And they also have uh, an ambitious game. Uh, I believe game engine called the Lumberyard, if I'm not mistaken. So they've been doing things like they've been doing some things behind the scenes for a while now. Right. So I guess everyone's just been kind of wondering when are they going to announce 
something, right? And a game streaming service service just seems like a pretty good assumption at this point. And obviously, if people are hearing about this, then yeah, there must be, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. And hey, you know what? Amazon getting into the thick of things, I would welcome that. I just hope that, you know, they'll be able to do things a lot better than what Google has right now. Because yeah. as we we're just talking about, Google's kind of a hot mess with the stadia. You know, do you think Walmart's actually going to bring one out? Well, they're, the they're, they, they, they're actually a rumor, too. Um, but what you brought up, Invader, was very interesting. You talked about Lumberyard. Yeah, they also had – I think that's tied into the deal that they had for the game engine for Cryotech that uh, they use. Um, so wouldn't it be funny if they made a console? Imagine that, like a, a console to compete with the other two. That would be pretty cool. But um, – what it is, I do think it's going to be uh, different than than what others are doing, and I think it's going to come uh, with a lot of thought and preparation behind it. It's not something that they're just going to throw out there. Walmart, as Shock talked about, they said that they're interested in in some type of service too. Um, listen, they probably well, Walmart's always trying to diversify their right. businesses, you know. So, but I, I'm. I honestly don't see them getting into the, the, the console Ooh, I or don't even think streaming I, space. Wrap my the thought of my head just in my head, just like Walmart being a, a, a crazy competition with gaming, like just like Walmart game console. Just to me, doesn't <laughs> it, 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 it screams you know hillbilly rollback <laughs> prices? Yeah, rollback prices. Yeah, just like <laughs> and get a free count every purchase, whatever game. You, it's just like. Well, it doesn't. Uh, uh, uh. Well, Walmart is is one of the the biggest game game uh, sellers, right? I yeah. mean, you know, uh, aside from Amazon and like Best Buy, what they're the top three at least. Yeah. yeah well, all... who knows what they would do? But they 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 have uh, been uh, also linked to this too. So everybody to... wants to get in. To me, show and prove. Exactly. You do it. Do it. See I mean, if you want to be, you know be appealing you know look what we got with google stadia and i thought that was going to be something big and it, right for right now it doesn't look like it's going to be anything i mean it has a lot of potential amazon wants to come out with something kmar is coming out with something caldor caldor <laughs> <laughs> a console coming I, out. ikea ikea might be coming out there you go. <laughs> sears roebuck uh, Roy Rogers might be actually getting involved. Hey. No, um, you know yeah, the uh, market might get too saturated for might, all this. Yeah, it might it might it might that might push people off. But you know, it's funny. You know, when people were saying, "Well, Sony is not doing any of this," and you know, for a while they weren't. Sony but I think, started it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sony, Sony started it, and now I I do think that um, with 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 Ryan in in charge. Uh, that they're going to be pushing a lot of the street meeting so similar stuff to what Xbox is doing. And honestly, I think that the people with the real chance to, to succeed here is Sony and Microsoft, just because they have the library, they have the lineage, um, and it's all there for the taking. You know, I, I think that people see or these companies see the potential, but it's, it's easier said than done. And uh, with Sony and Microsoft... I do think that um, Sony might be a little bit behind, 
But uh, obviously, they're they're fine. And let's, let's let's not forget these companies had to take their lumps to get to where they're at right now. Microsoft mm-hmm. and Sony, you know, they they both had problems with their consoles in in, in the past. So you know, you got to stumble before you. And you, know, t- you got to crawl before you walk. We're saying all we're saying, you know, Sony and and uh, Microsoft, but Nintendo's still a factor. Uh, and you got to find your way in that space. You know, I mean, where are you going to fit in at? Um, I don't know. I think it's going to be tough. So with all these different, um, well, listen, with that gender neutral controller, I don't think people can ask it up, man. Mm. Uh, but I can appreciate what both Sony and Microsoft have been doing this gen with just, you know, small incremental updates and, you know, they've been sort of like, you know, slowly but surely introducing these ideas and with the streaming and whatnot. Google with the Stadia, they've just been, you know, right off the bat trying to introduce it and, uh, damn, like they've just been failing so hard right now. Again, I, I want them to succeed. I want competitors, you know, to help drive the competition, but uh, not exactly a good way to showcase first. I'm hoping that Amazon's just sitting back learning from this and, uh, you know, actually it'd be nice if they had like a, just a dedicated console to go along with the streaming service. But Can I uh, add something on to all this? Seeing Downer's not here, I want to definitely throw a wrench in this whole thing. Uh-oh. All these streaming services, service, 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 service. What about ISP providers creating data caps? No matter what, mm. streaming services at the end of the day are held ransom by the, by the actual utility that they need to function, and that's the internet. And a lot of these ISP providers are failing cable companies that are trying to keep their doors open, and they're creating things like data caps and internet slow lanes and all sorts of stuff that are going to hinder what they're trying to create. That is, yeah. If that if that happens, that they're, that they're destitute and they push that, that'd be real shitty. Um, but part of this, uh, as you alluded to, is the you know the ability for uh, countries and and all these ISPs and everyone to offer you know uh, unlimited service. Or you know, I mean, if you have a cap, I hate to say it, you 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 might as well not even bother with streaming because it's that bad. It's that extensive. You're talking about Three gigabits a night if you play two two games or three games a, a Madden. Um, believe me, I've tested it. I've seen it. I've popped um, my data cap here just downloading games. Yeah, uh, you know, and and uh, to be honest, in today's day and age, uh, I honestly think that if uh, one of these companies is putting data caps, that they should be freaking either you know looked at it's or tw- yeah it's 2019 what the it's hell they have data caps now what what i mean yeah. well here on you're holding resource. they're holding the consumer hostage here in here yeah. in arizona uh me and saltiest gamer live here in arizona i live in phoenix he lives in mesa we're about 45 minutes away from each other and we both use the same uh internet provider cox out here oh um, yeah cox has a, a cap yeah and, here here in uh, la as well yeah, and so therefore it exists. Uh, it starts off at one terabyte. I increased mine to a terabyte and a half for $25 extra a month. If you want unlimited capabilities, wow. it's a hundred. It's like 150 bucks, right? $150 yeah. a month for unlimited. And get this, they have also 
installed what is like an internet fast lane. That's why people believe that there's going to be slow lanes as well. They told me for $15 extra a month, I could get priority to uh, gaming services. I mean, gaming servers. I haven't haven't participated in that. That's where I drew the line. I was just like, I'll deal with whatever happens because you're not getting an extra dime out of me. Yeah, but that's really shitty. And the the problem is they got you over a barrel because a lot of these, these cable companies, they're the only game in town. Yeah, you can't you can't just say, oh, you know what, I'm gonna switch because I don't, you know, I don't want to dedicate. And and what it is is they're failing cable companies. We all know cables falling on its face because of streaming services. So therefore, they're wanting to basically take a cut of the streaming services money by charging. Yeah, they're price gouging. They're price gouging, and they're also creating other stuff that's going to hinder streaming. Because they're like, well, well, why stream your entertainment when you can go through us and have a DVR and you won't have that problem? Right. So that's what I mean. They, all these get companies that are wanting right now. If you want me to be truthful, I wouldn't. If I was a billionaire, I wouldn't want to create a gaming company right now. I would want to create an ISP provider, something that would completely create more competition than the inter- ISP providers right now have and it would make them have to rethink things i would want to be the microsoft of internet delivery making the competition have to change their ways because i'm doing it better well i i have something that might might be good for you i don't know if it's coming it's definitely coming in the next two years but keep your eye out on 5g solutions um they'll they'll be they'll be coming and certain certain things like that could 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 uh you know, help 5G is going to create so much competition. I'm excited that these cable companies and other guys that are going to lose their asses off as soon as 5G is implemented are now out here trying to create this, this myth and rumor that 5G interferes with uh Doppler radar and everything else that meteorologists used to to predict the weather. And I had to chuckle. I was like, since when were you guys any good at predicting the weather to begin with? And now this is just the most asinine freaking excuse I've ever heard. Don't put up 5g because it interferes with weather, weather radar. Yeah. And, and to think we are so antiquated in the States. Uh, we are, we are, right, we, we right. are way behind when you're talking about like, like this stuff. It's, it's here to, to be honest, you know, uh, Centurion, like I feel bad what you're you're telling me how you have to pay. You know that that that's to me that's price gouging. That's wrong. Oh yeah, I'm paying that's, 118 dollars a month for my internet. That's you Ooh. know it's 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 just it's just you know and and here you can get you know internet for fifty dollars at three hundred over three hundred. You know what well, I, mean? I get one fifty. You know, so so you know it's it's wrong the type of things that go on like that, and and those two things will will definitely come to an end, especially as the technology ratchets up. But you know, in 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 the United States, you know, we're way behind. You know, even five G, we're way behind. Uh, in Japan, they're they're much ahead of us, uh, and uh, I think it's time for this. Just, just to speak, just locally for for this country, uh, you know, it, it, things have to get better because if they don't get better, and we're going backwards. The whole world's well, they, 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 This is where the downer will come in, and all the politics that he likes to push. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, yeah. well net, net, net neutrality is part of it, but we're not going to go into that. But mm. that could also be a, another thing that really, uh, you know, becomes a problem. We talk about fast lanes. Well, you, you know, the thing is, is that those things sound cool, but 
like Centurion said, what about the slow lanes? Like, if they're going to do that, then sure, then it's going to come to a point where people people are on slow lanes and they don't even know, and every and and you have to pay twenty dollars just to basically get your internet that well, you were always getting. Now, also, if I'm right, doesn't Disney own in a, a, a provider for internet and cable? If I remember, uh, if I, I remember know. myself right, I believe the company that you know Disney, Disney is Disney. They're a giant conglomerate, and if I'm right, somewhere along the lines, they own an actual cable company that provides internet. Now, look at it from this perspective: because of net neutrality not existing now, Disney can make it to where their internet functions perfectly on their Disney Plus. But if you try to use Netflix or another competing service, you might have some slowing issues because right. of the idea of an internet slow lane. Slow and there's lane. nothing to prohibit that because net neutrality was abolished. Right. Wow. Wow. Well, if Downer was here, he'd be talking oh, about gosh. politics and he'd be talking about Sea of Thieves. He harps on Sea of Thieves a lot. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, he, the reason why yeah, he, he, he ha, 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 because he said it was going to be a disaster. He still doesn't want to come to the to the to the to the obvious truth that it's a success. You can paint it whatever way. You could say that it didn't do good on on this, or it was it, it had, you know it didn't get on good Metacritic, or it didn't you know. Uh, it didn't um, uh, win any awards or it was barren in the beginning. Listen, the bottom line is, is the game's a, a huge success. They have content that they're going not only this year, next year to 2020. They still have a developmental why, working on Why it. would they continue to update it and, and throw money at it if it was, it was a failure? Exactly. Mm -hmm. A lot of people play the game. Anytime these updates come up, uh, viewership spikes, uh, you know, goes up. And uh, listen, the game itself uh, might not be for, you know, uh, everyone, but uh, it, it's it, it's a game that a lot of people like. A lot of kids like it. Uh, a lot of people like it. it. It appeals to a lot of people. And <laughs> yeah. Well, he's salty because he 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 said it wouldn't be a, he said it was the ultimate failure, and oh, yeah, we're, we're almost we're almost at ten million players. Well, so I'm actually pretty happy media. that they've supported that game for as long as they have, and other games too, like uh, State of Gate Two. Like they could have gave up on a lot of these games, but they didn't. They kept with them, and yeah, I'm surprised that they're still sp uh, spewing out content for Sea of Thieves. That's fantastic. Um, but you know, you know what, fellas, we're gonna move on. And hey, you know what? It is late November, and that means that the Game Awards is almost upon us. Ooh, oh, God, here great. we go. Yeah, yeah, here we go. And we <laughs> recently grown. got the nominees for all the categories, and a lot of people are finding that the games selected are a bit lopsided. I guess you would call it. Games such as Death Stranding and Control are leading the way with multiple category nominations. Games that I've seen, well, some polarizing comments and reviews, to say the least. Death Stranding has nine nominations, and close behind is Control with eight nominations. Both are nominated for Game of the Year, along with games such as Resident Evil 2, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and The Outer Worlds. And show host and organizer Jeff Keeley is a close friend of Death Stranding creator 
uh, Hideo Kojima and actually appears in a small role in Death Stranding. So, guys, obviously, there's a lot of talk about the Game Awards this year. Do you guys think it's just a coincidence that Death Stranding has so many awards? Or is do you think that there's some bias at play here? There's always bias when it comes to Kojima. You know what I mean? So, But... <sighs> I don't know. You, you hear a lot of people saying, oh, there needs to be some kind of you know separation between church and state. And just because he's in the game that he shouldn't be able to to have that, uh, you know, nominated for game of the year or any any of the, the awards. I mean, yeah, I don't necessarily agree with that, but I, I don't know. It's just weird because I haven't played the game, so I can only go off of what everybody else has said about it. I just don't don't my, my whole thing is the timing of it. Why wasn't Jedi Fallen Order have any kind of uh, nominations? And it it came out the same you know same uh, time frame. Right, it came out on the last day of the allotted time that they're allowed to put a game in there, and for some reason they uh, chose to ignore it. Yeah, but a lot of these yeah. people, people in the industry that surely had access to the game, um, listen. Uh, I know that Megatron. I talked to Megatron about it. He's like, who, who, who actually is the people who, who, who do this? Does it look a little fishy? I'm going to be honest. Yeah, it does. You you have a game that was supposed to be uh, 96 Metacritic, and it's getting threes and fours, and it's not doing. It's not doing. It, it definitely. Uh, if somebody, if you told people that it would get an 83 Metacritic, they would laugh you off. I mean, I was one of the few people from what I saw, I said, this game is not going to do as good as people were saying. Everyone said it was going to do this and that. Um, listen, when you have people going in the game that you're hosting, you're always going to get that type of stuff. You're always going to say it's a conflict of interest. Um, you know, to me, I don't take I don't I don't this stuff doesn't bother me it didn't bother me do I think that there's a little uh, uh, little little uh, gamesmanship or whatever you want to say behind the scenes there might be a little but um, at the end of the day Kojima is is just he's revered by reviewers and it, it obviously showed on some of the reviews you know you see so some of the reviews said uh, the game wasn't fun but it's a masterpiece I mean things that were like really you know made you head, scratch your head uh, I, I guess what, what, what I'm trying to say is, is that I don't think it's that big of a deal personally it doesn't offend me um, I don't think it's I don't think it should be investigated but I do see what people are saying. How could it be investigated when Jeff Keighley is the, the boss of the show? I mean, what, what's he going to do? Yeah. Right. Investigate himself? Exactly. <laughs> it, it is what it is. Uh, it is what it is. But if you're upset and about does, it, does, it, does any of you have any doubt that Death Stranding is not going to win a game of the year? I mean, come on. Let's be honest. I I think I really Outer think Worlds going to win. I, I think Outer Worlds going to win. Or Sekira. Uh, Sekiro, but uh, you know my point Did is. Did you say Sekiro? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my, my point. Wait, is going to be there? I I don't think that it's that big of a deal, but I can understand where people are coming from. And and listen, Gears Five was great, um, and I think that you know part of it is is that you know Xbox hasn't had any kind of representation all for for the whole entire uh, Game Awards, and that game to me really, uh, you know. Should have been possibly up there, especially over control. What? Um, what? No, especially for multiplayer game. I mean, come on, Gears multiplayer is one of the like greatest, you know, titles of all time. 
Right. It just makes you think the committee that they form, right? You know, is is anybody kind of questioning this too? Like, um, you know, you see people like you make it makes you wonder. Like, you know, no one's like raising their hand, kind of sort of like, hello, like, so are you these nominees or not to be the guy that tries to act like he knows it all? But I, I'm very intrigued by this whole situation. So, um, for starters, the actual com- the actual um voting is done by 80 individual media uh representatives um mm. for 80 different uh gaming media sites mm. and now the interesting part is um Kotaku actually reached out to Jeff Keeley about the situation um and the article reads Death Stranding's nominations at the Game Awards can't help but raise questions and he reached out and actually responded to Kotaku saying, I respect and appreciate the concern. This is why we have a f- FAQ right at the top of the website to make the process clear. It's also why I don't vote on the nominees or winners. In my role as a show producer, I work closely with game publishers and developers on a number of levels. So I leave the judging to the media outlets that provide a wide critical assessment. And apparently there's some kind of um, um, actual panel that works with Jeff Keighley that Kojima's part of this panel. Um, I believe even Phil Harrison, uh, Phil, Phil Spencer. Phil Spencer. Yeah, yeah. So the, this yeah. panel is actually responsible for helping choose these 80 individuals of the media. Um, so he, um, Jeff Keighley has tried to maintain this thing of I don't vote, I don't vote. But if we go off of anything we know about award ceremonies, Denzel Washington made a joke about the Academy Awards or that you can basically buy your way into getting a Best Actor uh, award by knowing who the judges are, sending them a gold Rolex, a nice dinner at a hotel, and a good holiday vacation at a really great resort. So when it comes time to vote, they'll remember you. And that's definitely something that I will stand behind on. Jeff Keeley has been trying to say, oh, there's not going to be any corruption or anything like this. Well, it's plain to see, in my opinion, that there is some biasness towards Microsoft. Uh, games are being nominated. Like, I, I played Control. I enjoyed it. And I have to agree with Tim Dog. If it came down to it, I think Gears 5 belongs there before Control just because... I look at it from the standpoint of uh, the normal individual who plays games. The story is a lot more easier to grasp than uh, control. And not to mention, I felt more emotion playing Gears 5 over control because, you know, there's things about Gears 5 that really strive up some emotion as you get towards the end. Um, Right. But definitely with this whole situation, I did put it out there on Saltiest Gaming that if I was in Jeff Keeley's place and Kojima walked up to me saying, I want to put you in the game, I would have to respectfully decline because regardless, I would not want this kind of negativity Agreed. or, um, that's what's the best the point I've heard anybody make. Uh, that's, uh, been talking about this. what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you don't uh, want a conflict of controversy. I wouldn't want controversy floating around my awards. Cause now everybody thinks the awards is rigged. Right. You don't want a conflict of interest if you're going to be somebody who's supposed to be, uh, you know, uh, right in the middle. You don't want to be yourself. So I 100%, I think that that's a great thing that you just said uh, and pointed out. Well, if you go on their Twitter, especially Jeff Keeley's, I'm sorry. I'm not 
I'm just going to say it like this. It looks like these two are out on a bromance vacation. I mean, like they're taking photos in front of dinosaurs and stuff. I mean, like these look like <laughs> two guys have grown up together since they well, were little kids, being best buds. Remember a couple like, years ago when, when uh, Konami wouldn't let him come out here for the he Game Awards and show and was like, yeah. you know, giving props to Kojima. That's, I mean, like he has the power to do that. Who's to say he's not doing anything else behind the scenes? And they're friends. Like, it's just, kinda, it seems suspect, man. I, I've heard from at least uh, what Enrique from uh, Brap said that um, when Jeff Keighley created the Game Awards, he had help from PlayStation, Xbox, and a number of other investors that wanted to help create this whole ceremony for gaming. At this point, if I was in Phil Spencer's position, I would already be like, dude, okay, this is taking a little too far. You're kind of undercutting the product we put out. If you want, I mean, at this point, if I was Phil Spencer next year, I would pull all funding for the video game awards just to show Jeff Keighley how much of a difference it's been year it can after be. year. Rocket League made best racer, right? Wasn't that like best racer? Best sports game. It was best, best, best sports best, game. Best yeah. sports game. Like, yeah, that was yeah. that was really dumb. See, listen, the bottom line yeah. is that people want to show appreciation. Um, and 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 it, and it does become uh, you know uh, a, a you know pat on the back type thing, and uh, unfortunately uh, Xbox is really uh, lacking in that department. They've never really gotten um, that type of respect all gen, and uh, and I can understand why some of the people think that they do um, with this whole thing. I just personally it, feel like it, it's it's just. It's not the biggest. It's it's not the biggest. No, you know what, Timmy? It, it it's sad. It's sad because you know on a night when is you know gaming should be on the forefront and celebration you know of gaming, it's controversy. Everybody's yeah. worrying about oh, was there some you know some funny business going on? Is there you know Jeff Keeley you know getting kickbacks or you know I mean, right. from now on there's always going to be an asterisk, you know, on these game awards. In my opinion. And oh, if, you know, listen to this, uh, several podcasts, you know, over the last week or so, I a lot of people are questioning, like, well, what's really going on here? What's what's the what, what's the scoop? The inside scoop? Yeah, their integrity will mm-hmm. be questioned, and it's just that's going to be your stigma. It's it's going to people from now on to this is done. Like, I can never, I don't think I can ever take it serious. You know, you just sit back well, and wait for new announcements. And you know, when you like you called me and you were genuinely trying to figure out what was going on. Like, and I understood what you, where you were coming from. You were like, Tim, who the hell like does that? Because you wanted to get you know, the facts it's, first. It's not like you're being, a, yeah, you wanted to get the facts and you're not being a fanboy about it. But yeah, I, I listen. If you they they've called this the PlayStation Awards. Um, there's been definitely it's been you know, and 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 part of that's because Xbox hasn't had. Uh, you know the great games that Sony has had, but yeah, is it a little bit uh, a little bit pro Sony, or do that? Do you get that feel? I think I think if you're being honest about it, the answer is yes. You know, um, dude, watch Gamescom how he treated Rod Ferguson over uh, yeah, Kojima. He, he Rod Ferguson, him, I mean, he called, he was him, he called him, him off a, the stage. Yeah, he called him. Uh, he had his. He also did. Oh, know even he, he even yeah, he got his collection. Act. The collection, he yeah. He goes, oh welcome God. to the club. Yeah, listen, listen. Obviously, 
Um, I, I honestly, I just through this whole thing, I never really thought about it. But you made the best point. If you, listen, Keegley said three years ago that this is his main thing, and he wants to make this the whole thing. So, with that being known, why would you put yourself in somebody else's game, especially if you're going to be a game? It's like, it's especially if you're going to run the show. It's mm-hmm. it just it just sets a it just sets a bad precedent, and and it, and, it, and it obviously leaves the door open for this. I don't think you know yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say something and it, and it sounds like sour grapes because I'm an Xbox fan or whatever, but I, you know, I've not quite met him before Jeff Keighley, but I've been around him and I've, I've kind of overheard some of the conversations he's had. And I, Tim, I, I've talked to you about yeah. this and I, he's just, he's a pompous prick. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, he I've, I've heard the way he talks. And when, when, you know, when he first put the, the game awards on, he was talking about, you know, investors kicking in and he was like, you know what I, t- I came at them and it, this is, I can quote him exactly. Cause I remember him exactly saying this. He goes, I told him straight up, you have to give me 4 million before we even start talking. Mm. Wow. Well, I remember we were straight at, from his fucking mouth. For, you know, I, I, rem- I remember we were at the Microsoft Theater and he was walking around. Um, uh, I don't know. You were there too. We, 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 uh, I was, we, we, Tim Stewart was there. I don't know if you remember that. And you had like said something to Greg and uh, you being cool. And like Greg, just the way he, just his whole, the way he acted. I, Greg or uh, Jeff? Jeff, uh, the way Jeff yeah, acted. You talking about Greg Miller? All of a sudden? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, uh, the way he acted, I, I, he definitely comes off as pompous. Dude, I'm, like, watch it. I, I was just looking at him. I'm like, this is one dude. I do not. I would never say hello to him or give him the time of day, just because you could tell he he walks. Well, listen, I'm I'm not a rude person. You know that. You know what I mean. So I'm gonna say hello to you know, or at least try to be nice and sociable, but. Like I said, I just I've overheard him speak before, and I just think he's yeah, a you, prick. You try to be cool to him, and and he just like had no time for you. He's like, oh, he gave you like a head nod or something, and it was just like, you know. Speaking he, of a prick move, uh, Gioscu just reminded me. He stated, "I still remember when he leaked the price of the Xbox One X one hour mm, before the yeah, show. Yeah, that oh, that yeah. that was a dick move." Yeah, no, it's just it's interesting with all this stuff going on, you know. Like, you got to really, you know, ask yourself about Keeley, the game game awards, and all that. Well, it's, it's or or just don't pay attention to it because if you're gonna do something and, and you're gonna put, you know, uh, it's you're gonna put you know, that in question where you know if if that type of bullshit's going on, uh, you're only doing yourself a disservice. You know, you you'd like to go to a game. Game Awards and think that there's no type of uh, you know favoritism or or any of that going on. And come on, we've kn- we've known their favoritism for a while. In the first no, we know that, that, and, and that's fine. You know, you know when your bread is buttered. You know who's kicking in the money. Uh, you know, we know that. You know, and like I said, I know it sounds like sour grapes and shit. You know, but but we know that Sony puts more money into the Game Awards than Microsoft does. You know, and, and it's just it's just fact, and it, you know it shows. But I, I don't know. For now, in, until he he's done with the Game Awards, it's forever tainted, in my opinion. Tainted, in my opinion. No, I have mm. to agree with that. It, it's definitely got some controversy and taint that are now going to be always associated with Jeff Keighley and the Game Awards. And, you know, I've heard someone say, well, he's got a reputation to protect, so he wouldn't do anything like that. And 
I've seen about a reputation. I, I've seen some pretty I've seen some pretty shady stuff done in politics without no concern over a reputation. Uh, yeah. And I'm pretty sure that Jeff Keeley is capable of the same tactics. Mm-hmm. How do you fix something like this though? You do I mean do you tear it down and start all over again? I mean, how can is it something? I think the only way fixed? that it could potentially be fixed is if Kojima doesn't walk away with one award. Listen, if you just focus on this one game, I'm just saying as a whole. I mean, I mean, this is the only thing we really well, have. For, I mean, for, for you and, and a lot there of needs to be more transparency. Yes, yeah, that that. But I don't think that they really give a shit about us because we're no. in the minority. To be honest, well, they they said that the Popular. that the public only uh, contributes to ten percent of the actual vote. When you right. really think about that, you're just voting to have that idea of voting. It actually does nothing for the actual process, in my opinion. Ten percent ain't crap, you know. But mm-hmm. you know, listen. If 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 it wins, I think that then you're gonna have this this whole debate really fire up. Um, in the end, I think everyone has their opinions, and it is what it is. But it's if gonna you know, be. If he's gonna win, yeah. I, listen, I stayed out of it because I don't feel that strongly a part of it. But I watched Twitter that day, and man, there was a lot of pissed off people. Of when away dragons was lit, like he was, he was upset about. Yeah, he was. He was, he was on fire. I was on the phone with him too at the same time with Tim. So you know, you have yeah. Sony fanboys, and they're like, "Oh, mm-hmm. look at the Xbox," and becomes that. But um, I do think that there is some people that genuinely care about, like. Uh, you know, you know, call it, call it the way it should be called, and and you don't want to you don't want to have that cloud of of doubt behind you if if you're a game award show that mm-hmm. you know that you're 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 doing this behind the thing that type of stuff you know. So what mm-hmm. what do you guys think then if if uh, Death Stranding wins all was it nine nominations it got it was going to be like riots in the GameStops and the, uh, and the Walmart uh, gaming aisles? No, and stuff. Like, no, it's just, just like... going to be Twitter. It's just going to be loud Twitter. <laughs> that, that, that's all. If I'm gonna just put, if I was Kojima, I wouldn't want a single one of those awards because the thing is now every single award you get is going to be nothing but a hand me out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, not a lot of Xbox games uh, nominations here. Gears Five has three nominations: uh, one's for audio design, I believe, another's for uh, action game. The Outer Worlds. The Outer Worlds is actually doing pretty impressive here. It's up for Game of the Year along with Death Stranding and Control. Uh, I think it's in the best RPG and another category. Um, you know, it would be nice to see more Xbox games in here. Um, but yeah, but if you hear anybody talk about it, they're saying, "Well, Obsidian it was working on that game before Xbox acquired them, so that's not really an Xbox game." Yeah. Well, guess what? Obsidian uh, uh, Outer Worlds Two is definitely uh, exclusive, so you, you can go with that. So far, they basically people say, "Well, we need Xbox new IPs." There's an Xbox new IP. The next one, and it's going to be huge. Will be on Xbox, and it's not going to mm-hmm. be on PlayStation. They also said um, Outer Worlds was the biggest game on PlayStation in October. Yeah, it was huge. Oh yeah. Listen, the game was great. I'm still playing it. Um, you know, how I'm many hours are you into it, it Timmy? I'm like 22 hours. What happened was, is I've been I got into uh, X Cloud. I've been playing uh, Madden like a 
madman. So I hate to say it. I've been just on xCloud lately. I you took know. a break to play Jedi Fallen Order. I'm almost done with that. Yeah. I'm going to get back onto uh That's a game you, you could just keep playing and playing and building up your character. I mean, I remember when I played, um, uh, uh, what was it, Skyrim on PC. Uh, you know, I played that game like 70 hours, and I was still doing side, side, uh, side, side quests and stuff like that. It, to me, those type of games, it's more about building up your prestige in the game and, and your character than anything else. Like the end of the game in, in me is to me is, is like, I, I kind of avoid that until the very end because I like to, I just love the idea of being a high rank or high level and, and doing everything that the game offers for certain games like Skyrim and, and out outer worlds is one of those games. I just, I love everything about it. I think I'm a level 17 and, uh, I'm enjoying it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's a great game. It's definitely a great game. Yeah. Now, they got my vote. They have a category here called ongoing game, like best ongoing game. And I made an argument on Twitter that Sea of Thieves should have been nominated because they've had all kinds of content popping in. Obviously, recently, they still got more coming. And there's games like Apex Legends, Destiny, Final Fantasy, Fortnite and Rainbow Six Siege on here. Some of these games have been out for a couple of years now, and I, I just I don't see why uh, Sea of Thieves just shouldn't be nominated. It's it's made leaps because and bounds. Because it's an Xbox Studio game, that's why, dude. Mm. Uh, dude, uh, Sea of Thieves over. Ra I have played Rainbow Six Siege. I loved Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah, I never liked Thieves it. I never liked. Siege. But here's the thing: Sea of Thieves didn't have to have an Operation Health. Sorry, our game is so broken that we're actually going to have a season called Operation Health to let people know that we're fixing the game. See if these lacked content. They didn't have game-breaking stuff happening in the game. Like, I mean, Operation Health was there to let people know that Ubisoft knew there was a problem and that they were trying to fix it. And not even all the pro uh, problems have been fixed fully. Like the one character, Ash, is still called Broken Hitbox because there's issues with the hitbox markers on her character, making it to where sometimes like the shots don't register on her. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, listen, I think when you look at the Sea of Thieves... Um, their anniversary update was almost a, a whole new game, uh, and uh, you know they're they're gonna have another anniversary update next year. Uh, it's it's ongoing. It's huge. The game, you know, it is what it is. Uh, you know, it's. I just think that Xbox is unfortunately at the point where it's not popular. It's it's very popular or it's very beloved by the the hardcore, but uh, it's come to a point where. Um, the casuals just, you know, they kind of disregard Xbox, and I think that that permeates and, and go and 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 goes all around, all around, even with the even with these people that are on these boards that that play these games, you know, and they just, you know, it's Xbox is kind of uh, it's it's a, it's not in a great place, or or it's 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 building itself up, but it's it had a couple of, you know, it's 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 t taking a lot of shots over the years and. Um, it's not as relevant as it once was. I hate to say it. Mm -hmm, absolutely. Unfortunately, that's uh, yeah, quite correct. Uh, let's have a little bit of fun here, guys. So for the game of the year, they have Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, uh, Sekiro, Smash Bros. Ultimate, and The Outer Worlds. Which one do you think will win the game of the year? 
<laughs> well, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say my my thing is I want the uh, Outer Worlds win, but I I, I believe uh, Sekiro, <laughs> as I said before. Sekiro, you think Sekiro is gonna win? You gonna shake yeah. her ass all over <laughs> the the huh? Sekiro. I think, I think Sekiro deserves it. Um, first of all, it's the it's out of all the games, it's it's the highest Metacritic. It's been the highest critical uh, critical liking, and um, and just you know, it might not be a game for me because it's very hard, and then I get frustrated with those type of games. But I, I I love the fact that they make the game that hard, and they go for the hardcore gamer. There was a, a uh, you know, a big thing that they should make the game easier. Bullshit. The the the, the developer can do what they want. Um, but yeah, I think that that game's gonna win it and it deserves it. But for me, I'm pulling for Outer Worlds. It's on. It was on sale too, by the way. It's a lot of sales going on too. How much is it? I think it was down to forty. Wow. Uh, wasn't too bad. I mean, you know, you bad. wait a little longer and get it for cheaper than that, I'm pretty sure. Or even maybe later on during the. Uh, I've seen some Black Friday flyers for around twenty five. Nice. Well, I may have to pick that up. For me, I think I would pick. I only played out of all those games that are nominated. I've only played um, the Outer Worlds. So for me, that would be my pick. But I honestly think that um, Death Stranding is going to win, just because with everything that's been going on and yeah. just, just stuff that just hasn't been making sense. It's a lot of stuff just to me seems suspect to me. So it's just I don't know. Wouldn't be a surprise if uh, Death Stranding wins. You know, several. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you, bro. I think Death Stranding is definitely going to win, but it would mm -hmm. be nice to see Outer Worlds. Um, even like what Timmy said, it, Sekiro wins. That, that'd be cool too, because that was highly mm -hmm. rated, you know, this year. But I, you know, like like you guys, I well, not all you guys, but you know, I've only played Outer Worlds, so I can't, you know, comment on the other games. I just, uh, I, I hope anything else. But Death Stranding, but I just I, in my heart I know that Death Stranding is gonna win. Mm -hmm. Well, I played Smash Bros. Ultimate and uh, The Outer Worlds. I'm not finished The Outer Worlds yet, but both are phenomenal games. I would have to personally give the edge to The Outer Worlds, even though I'm not done it. It's just it's familiar but refreshing at the same time, and I just think it's a wonderful new IP, and I'm just excited to get back into it. Uh, definitely a lot of good games here. I'm planning on getting control sometime soon. Um, I don't know. Like what, my what, vote would have to be for the Outer Worlds, though. The Luigi's Mansion, the Luigi's Mansion three. I'm sorry. Did they? Did that make it in? Was you know, that enough time? You know what? It is in here. Uh, it is. Let me just go to her. It's so it's funny, guys. I was going to mention this earlier. So in the best family game uh, section, it's all Nintendo games. You have Yoshi's Crafted World, Smash Bros. Ultimate, Super Mario Maker 2, Ring Fit Adventure and Luigi's Mansion 3. And yeah, Luigi's Mansion 3 did make the cut. It was a Halloween release and uh, just barely made it in there. By the way, I just beat that game. It is fantastic. Nice. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it, a, it's a fantastic game, yeah. But it can't be considered a game of the year, like mainstream. It's just a best family game. That's it. It's competing against itself. I, I don't have the list here in front of me, so... The best family game uh, category is like a win-win for Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, that's what it sounds like. They're all going against each other. So, 
Yeah, it's but, weird not seeing like a Lego game in there or something. It's all Nintendo games, mm. which is kind of funny, but uh, that's Nintendo for you. But uh, if we've all commented on that topic, I will move on to the next one. And hey, fellas, you know, there was a story getting passed along about Xbox being in early talks to make exclusive games for xCloud streaming. So in an interview, VP of Cloud Gaming, Kareem uh, Chowdhury, stated, in terms of Xbox exclusives, we're in early talks with first and third parties, but we don't have any announcements to share. Now, a lot of people were kind of wondering about this, and Xbox had Microsoft later had to chime in and had to clarify on that comment, stating that we're very early in the multi-year journey for Project xCloud. We are investigating a variety of new capabilities made possible by the cloud. However, we remain committed to an approach with game streaming that is complementary to console and have no plans for cloud-exclusive content at this time. So, you know, some very interesting comments here. Obviously, I don't think Xbox would want to push this anytime soon, obviously with Project xCloud coming in the next year. But what do you guys make of these comments? Do you think something's in the works for some kind of first or third no, party stuff? I, 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 think, I think they came out right, right away and, and squashed that rumor, you know, because people wanted to run with it right off the bat and they, you know, they answered it right away. I, I don't, I, I don't see any, any truth to it. I mean, maybe in the future, but right now, it, like, like they said, it's too early in the program right. to even start mm. thinking about that. So basically what they're saying is, is, Hey, we have some amazing technology. And I think uh, Google has also stated the same thing that we could have, uh, you know, massively online played games through the cloud on their own servers. They, uh, Google has talked about this as well. Uh, you're talking about thousand, you know, thousand player games through the cloud, only uh, possible th through the cloud, um, you know, to have things like that. And they're just saying that, hey, we have this technology, it's there. Certain things are, are going to be available to us. Um, right now, it's a complimentary way to play the game. We're, we're, we're just doing it on, on that. But in the future, um, you know, when these things come about, they're not going to basically, I don't think they're going to they turn their back on it. I think they're going to say, hey, you know, uh, if we could do it, why don't we do it? And um, and I'm talking not not in the near future. I'm talking about like 10 Well, they're, they're not stupid. They're not going to turn, mm -hmm. turn right. down some money. They're, you know They're not going to inhibit themselves to say, mm -hmm. right. there's a market not, for it. Right. If you, if you could play a game that's with a thousand people, that's only possible through the cloud. Um, you know, would you would you want that? And how it would be, uh, you know, you know, pushed out to the consumer or or guys like me? You would probably still play it on our Xbox. It's just we would play it remotely. Yeah. And, it doesn't you know, fall in line with what they've been saying. Is play where you right. want on any device you want, how you want it, like, and just it's supposed to be seamless. You know, if you're on your phone, right. I'm on my console. We're all supposed to just kind of work together on your PC. Just doesn't kind of make any sense. So, but. I, right. I think I think it's I think I just think it's something from down the line when when mm -hmm. things like like if you're talking ten years five to ten years down the line, let's say Stadia came out and they, they said they said that they said that themselves there's things that are possible that we could do with our infrastructure 
that you cannot do it on a box. You cannot do it on a console. It's just you can only do it via the servers and the, the whatever. You know, they've made those claims. Now, if they're making those claims, you got to believe Microsoft still has the same technology. It's like it's like when they talked about the negative latency. I don't know if you guys remember that. Google Stadia talked mm-hmm. about the negative latency. Mm-hmm. I, I have talked to some people, and, and Microsoft has the same same technology. It's basically a technology that uh, it takes over for when you it knows the, there's intelligence built into X Cloud. Basically, it knows when you're playing. It knows when you stop playing. Um, there's ability if you stop playing and you lost the, your let's say the power went out and you lost the connection, it could actually take over, play your game, multiplayer game, and all. And play for you as the time until you reconnect and reestablish a connection. And then it's like you... drive guitar tech almost with how right. they do are kind of like <laughs> exactly. But they have they have they have a lot of intelligence built into the cloud, um, as uh, awesome. as does Google. And some of these things can be leveraged, but obviously, right now is not the time to talk about it. Because why it makes everything confusing. Uh, mm-hmm. I just think that down the line, if there's technology that they, that they, they have that they can use, I don't think that they're going to turn themselves uh, away. Instead, they'll they'll somehow convey it to us what they're doing, and then obviously, if we could play in a game with a thousand freaking uh, people, uh, a thousand mm-hmm. uh, a thousand twenty four, uh, you know, uh, multiplayer. Uh, uh, what you would call it, a uh, battle royale. They, they might do that type of stuff, but it's 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 this is just the future. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, so, uh, nothing to worry, nothing to worry about, or to put any kind of, you know, uh, claims up now uh, that it means anything because it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the reason why I bring it up too is a lot of people were like running with, oh, you know, what's the point of you know getting a Scarlet or whatever? They're just gonna put you know all their stuff out there and. You know, thankfully, Microsoft responded pretty quickly to that. It's just people were running with different stories, and, you know, it's easy to get mixed messaging, right? So, just interesting there. But we'll move on to some other news. And very recently, Xbox head Phil Spencer, he's been doing a few interviews. And during an interview with outlet Je Video, he revealed that the goal for Xbox Game Studios is to release about four to five AAA games on Xbox and Game Pass every year, stating that having a steady stream of games uh, going uh, with uh, you know our Xbox platforms as well as Game Pass, it's very essential to us. So you know it's a pretty big deal, definitely a nice one. And now with 15 internal studios, do you guys think that having four to five AAA games a year is uh, pretty reasonable or feasible? Well, I'll take it. Nobody's talking. I don't think it's four to five AAA's, even though that's the way no. the article came out. I, I do think that it's five games. Uh, that'll come out, possibly two of them being AAA, uh, and then three or, or two or three being AAA, uh, depending on the year. Listen, they have 15 studios. I've we've talked about this to to ad nauseum. We went over and over and over. They keep hiring within those studios. Rare is making, I believe, three games, which is Sea of Thieves, uh, the newest game, and they have another game, Obsidian, three games. Uh, Ninja Theory, two games. 
you know, so these studios are growing. They're making multiple. They're doing multiple projects. And what does that mean? That means a shitload of games coming. So Microsoft uh, and Phil have talked about this. They want to be able to give you a game, new game release at every game show, whether that's the TGAs uh, or XO, E3. They want to fill up each quarter with a game. Uh, some bigger than others, others, you know, smaller like Ori. Uh, but the game factory as we know it is is about to really start to roll out. And 2020 is a nice example. It's you're gonna get a ton of content, uh, pretty much a game a month. Uh, you're gonna get Bleeding Edge, you're gonna get Minecraft Dungeons. Some of these are not all, all hey, exclusives. Well, no, it's funny. Because AAA is, is such a relative word, you know what I mean? Like it, it, it varies depending on who you're talking to. So it can mean, you know, mm-hmm. like like what we want the the AAA mature games, or it could be, you know, what uh, Obsidian's working on, or or what uh, Rare's working on. So I mean, it all depends on who you talk to when they consider a AAA title. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you got In Exile. Uh, they have, you know, a lot of these studios. They have when Microsoft bought these studios, it wasn't just a single one. There was like a couple of different ones spread out, right? Like a, In Exile has two studios, um, and all these internal studios they're expanding, so they'll be able to put out. They have different teams, and they'll definitely be able to put out all kinds of content. Just a matter of how big and the scale of what these games are going to be. Uh, you look at what Playground is doing. They're working on a secret RPG, <coughs> a fable. <coughs> <laughs> and, you know, they got, uh, obviously, Forza Horizon. Uh, you know, th- I, they're building up to, as Tim was saying, to, to in 2020 to put out some excellent content constantly. And they got yep. yeah, Bleeding Edge. Wasteland 3 looks I think, good. You know what? You know what the craziest thing is? Yep. Is a lot of people fail to mention is the smaller teams are making some big games lately. You notice mm-hmm. that? Like size of 15, 20 people team is making like a, a, a really, really impressive game. Yeah, yeah. You got just look look at the games and next year's I think a a, a nice like a, a peek into the future. Uh, you're gonna have grounded, which is like you said, thirteen, game, thirteen to fifteen people, smaller game, but it looks pretty cool. Uh, it's it's not like a, a you know, a, a, you know, a triple A AAA or anything, but um, you're gonna have you're gonna have grounded, you're gonna have Ori, you're gonna have Minecraft Dungeons, you're gonna have Wasteland Three, you're gonna have Halo Infinite, you're possibly gonna have Forza. Yes. Leading edge. Now, like we're we're rolling down the game right now. We're talking about games. Uh, you know, you're gonna have uh, that's before fantasy. E3. These games that you just mentioned are all coming out of, if I'm not mistaken. No, before. not Halo. Not Halo. Other well, than uh, other than Halo and Forza, yeah, which which are the heavy hitters. But um, you know, uh, what about the game? Uh, the the game that they just announced with Do Not. All um, right, uh, flight simulator. Tell me why. Uh, Gears Tactics. Oh, Double Finds game, Psychonauts Two. I think it's uh, yeah, exactly. So, how many games have we just listed? Double Finds game, Crossfire. Gears Tactics, Crossfire. I mean, uh, Fantasy Star. Fantasy Star. Oh, like, holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> I'm gonna make a tweet on <laughs> that. Jesus Christ! Why do you want to 
<laughs> I mean, but but you're getting the thing. Yeah. Microsoft ain't, ain't messing around, and people who 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 have said Xbox has no games, ha ha ha, now are saying Xbox only has cartoony games because that's basically <laughs> where the narrative. Switched. And the narrative, man, just, the narrative just, changes every six months. Mm-hmm. I no, like yeah. you're gonna have. Talk a, a, okay. No, you, I, you can go ahead first, Shockley. Oh, Oh, okay. Uh, I was going to say soon. If you look at their studios, they they're going to have a, a more like AAA studios. I I feel than Sony's going to be delivering because if you count up like Sony's like big heavy hitters, um, like Sucker Punch, things like that, and then compared to what uh, Microsoft has, because you have Obsidian, Ninja Theory, Initiative, Coalition, Playground, they're all beefing up pretty big now. Um, and I think they're going to have, when I would count them, leaving out Rare, not even counting Rare and other uh, smaller studios like that. Well, not smaller, but ones that you don't think of, AAA. They have. I can't wait to see studios. what the initiative <laughs> cooking up. So I think next gen, they're going to be, you know, going to be able to bring up, like you said, like four to five, like big games a year. So I think I, they're going to be able to be well armed next time. So. Definitely well, next like, gen, they're going to be a powerhouse. They all have, you know, the help, you know, you have these, you know, these internal, these studios with, you know, three different, you know, they're working on different projects. They're working on different games, you know, so, you know, it's just, it's going to be big, man. It's a lot to look forward to. You know, that's funny you mentioned that because it seems that's kind of like the trend. Like a lot of these studios are working on two or three projects all at once. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm really curious to see what Compulsion's working on. They just got finished with... uh, we have, we have a few DLC, and they've been very game. quiet. I like how everybody states that uh, Xbox makes cartoony games when one of the most successful money, I mean, games that has made a lot of money outside of Grand Theft Auto is Minecraft. And games, like, that's definitely one thing that we all saw how quickly Nintendo Switch grew. I mean, they are selling gangbusters even to this day. They're a very family-oriented console. So Xbox not only wants to be the home for the hardcore AAA gamer with mature-rated content, but they also want to be the home where somebody can go to the store and buy their kid an Xbox and know that there's going to be content for their kid just as well because right now, you can buy a Nintendo guilt-free knowing that there's going to be games and content for a kid. When you look at the other consoles, it's just both Nintendo, I mean, excuse me, Xbox and PlayStation are more associated with the adult-oriented side of gaming, and Xbox wants everybody to be involved in gaming, and not only that, but Xbox wants somebody to be an in the Xbox ecosystem from day one when they're a kid to when they're an adult. If that they're makes definitely sense to you. pill, and they're pushing diversity too. Like that are coming out now, the Final Fantasies, um, like you said, the cartoony games. They want to, you know, they want you to, you know, everything that you want to play, whether you know if you're five years old or forty-five. You know, there's a game for you. So, oh yeah, and like look, my, I, I always tell this to everybody. I'm pretty sure I've said it before, but my wife does not game like I do. And Mm -hmm. so what sea of thieves is one of those games that she can actually play with me. And I enjoy sea of thieves 10 times more because my wife is able to play with me. 
Um, and grounded looks like it's going to be another one of those games that my wife is going to be able to play with me. That's awesome. You see, if they're doing the upgrade phone plan, like $20 a month gets you Xbox day one and uh, uh, game pass. You mean like for phones or you mean for them, uh, basically, yeah, to... they're uh, Phil Spencer tweeted out with Amazon said, Thanks for our partners at Amazon, they're going to help get ship out these Xboxes for anyone that wants to basically just pay $20 a month and you get, they send you Xbox one S and that includes game pass, like ultimate. Um, so you just keep paying $20 a month and they have an upgrade feature. So when Scarlet hits, you can just pay oh, a little yeah, bit more. I, yeah. nice. It's like a cell phone model, you know, the old cell phone model or, you know, it, do you but I wonder if that's going to help with Scarlet. It's just, because it's the rumored to be five hundred dollars for probably both of them, but then if you can get, grab a Scarlet for like, hey, I just put down twenty or thirty dollars and I got it because that's all I had in my pocket, then that's an easier. I might get some sales there. So I've been beating this yeah. drum for a long time. When it comes to Microsoft, they are breaking down the barrier of gaming being an expensive hobby and only for those that have disposable income. They are now creating products and services to open the doors for people to get into gaming that they never thought possible. The idea of being able to pay uh, near to next to nothing to own a game console and then also to have a service that gives you access to hundreds of games, even first party titles day and day. They're, they're definitely breaking down a lot of barriers. Oh, definitely. Well, they're just, they're just trying to get in the most hands as possible and different avenues, however many ways they can, you know. They're, let's, let's, they're just, let's, they're, they're, they're setting, they're trend setting, you know. Listen to, listen to this list that we were just talking about. Um, and this is, uh, you know, to the people that said Xbox has no games. Psychonauts 2, Battletoads, Minecraft Dungeons, Wastelands 3, Sea of Thieves Anniversary 2020 Update, Flight Simulator, Grounded, Gears Tactic, Bleeding Edge, Tell Me Why, Fantasy Star Online, Crossfire Remedy Exclusive Mission, Ori, Willow of the Wrist, Halo Infinite, Forza Turn 10 Game 2020. Shut your faces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that's uh, pretty, and that's what we know about. Right? right, so that I think they're gonna drop some major bombs at E3. Well, they oh, have video to. game awards too, because he did say there's a few more announcements that we have before the end of the series. So. We'll see. Mm, that's some, exciting. Uh, garlic eye candy. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're definitely gonna have an uh, new announcements with the the new console launch next year. So uh, it's, it's a very exciting guys going into next year. All right, so what have we been playing for the past week, fellas? Um, what's everyone been grinding through or beating? Uh, what games have you guys been just going through? I've still been playing The Outer Worlds uh, when I have the time. I've been busy this week prepping for the holidays, and um, my gears of war pop as usual. So, But uh, good times. A lot of money invested in that uh Pop, You're a shareholder uh, in uh, the coalition yet with Gary Pop? <laughs> I'm working on it, man. I'm working on. It. I'm trying. To, I almost have all the achievements, believe it or not, more than Gears Five. But uh, that's accessibility. Founder, <clears throat> so <I'm> yeah. <laughs> I've been playing Jedi Fallen Order. I, I'm like stuck on that. I 
you know, it's funny. It's kind of reignited my my love for Star Wars. And, you know, growing up, I I kind of like Star Wars. But, mm-hmm. like, as I got older, I'm more into it than I used to be. And now it makes me want to, want to go back and rewatch the, the trilogy, the original trilogy, and the prequels. You know what I mean? So I'm like, wow, this, this game is really doing, like, wonders because – Anything that makes me want to walk, go back and you know sit through like ten hours of movies, <laughs> that's pretty impressive. Are you playing that game on story mode by chance? Yes. Man, oh, never mind. I'm. I guess I'm on this lonely island. What are you playing it on? Well, I'm Jerry. playing it on Jedi Knight, and I mean, dude, I I've gotten my ass handed to me so much that game is taking longer than. No, it I'm, I'm getting I'm getting whooped though. I'm I'm getting my ass whooped. Even on story mode. I, I mean, well, is what, it what's that? I, well, what's the difference? Because I, you know, honestly, I didn't even pick. I just picked like the hardest difficulty. That is in story mode. Yeah. Story mode is just basically kind of an easy way to go. Through. Yeah, you get like. <laughs> oh no no no! Definitely, I mean, no 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 no! I'm okay. definitely not going through. No no no! It's not. So maybe <laughs> no. It's maybe maybe you're wrong. Is maybe it's not story mode. You're yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe I, I I wasn't paying attention when I loaded it up because I I I kind of. Remember that, but I was like, ah, you know, yeah, I didn't know the difference. So I, there's story mode, oh, and then there's like Jedi oh, Knight, Jedi oh, Master. The end. <laughs> so. Oh no 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 no! I, I definitely didn't go easy. No, I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm 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 yeah I'm I'm Dude. getting my ass handed to me. Oh yeah, I, I I fought one boss character for over an hour, kept getting my ass handed to me. Well, so I ended do, up do, well do you remember in, in our in our chat? I said that that damn Ogdo Bogdo, whatever the hell that fucking toad's name is mm-hmm. it was like that son of a bitch was teabagging me and chewing me up man <laughs> I, I know exactly i, I literally died like dude, yeah it's the, first, it's the first world dude. i've been seeing some sick like finishing moves like like i don't know they're just like are they like just like cinematic like finishing to like these bosses man yeah or, yeah, yeah they're they're almost yeah, it's it looks good, man. I yeah. seen K Mega. He posted some some videos earlier, and I'm like, man, I just I want to finish a damn game, you know. <laughs> so I want to finish uh, the Outer Worlds, and then I'm going to go right into what? to uh, um, Star Wars, definitely. Well, Jedi Fallen Order. I mean, like I was there with Southie. I'm ready to watch uh, a lot of the Star Wars again. Um, I mean, it is so much fun when you have the single bladed lightsaber and then you click the button and it breaks in the dual wield and then uh, the double ended lightsaber. And then you have another combo that you can do where you actually break the lightsaber in half. And now you have two lightsabers, one in each hand. And at that point, you're just like mowing down enemies like a, like a force unleashed. <laughs> sounds yeah, sick. well, I I, I I didn't go to Dathomir yet. I'm still on uh, what's it called? Uh, well, I, I went to Kashyyyk. Now I'm back to. Uh, I won't say who. who on Dathomir, but that was where the boss was. I fought that dude for an hour, and I had to leave. Yeah, and see, I went you're, around you're to way, other way ahead of me. I went around. To uh, other I, I, you know what? You know where I'm at? I'm, I'm at the uh, what's? I'm at the prison. Okay, yeah, you're you're on Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk. Yeah, yeah, you're dealing with uh, what Forrest Whitaker's character. I've been seeing yeah, some cheap building uh, lightsaber. I think I'm gonna go that route first, really early. Um, I've saw some. I'm yeah, yeah, there. yeah. There's a way you can go to Dathomir and grab the the double. Yeah, you uh, can get the double. Yeah. Um, but uh, you have to uh, do something. I forget exactly what now that I'm thinking about it. But to be able to break it apart and. 
I mean, the minute you're able to break the lightsaber apart into two pieces is when at that point, like the minute you're able to break that thing in a half, the game makes you go through a fight scene where you're fighting like 20 dudes, five, six of them at a time. Wow. Wow, but, that's yeah, crazy. You, you got to be good to you got to know when to dodge. You got to know when to parry. You got to know when to roll out of the way, um, when to attack. Um, and you got to get really good at knowing where everybody is at. Because if anybody is near a cliff, uh, that's where it gets funny because you'll have like these dudes that are like, oh, force gonna, push, baby. I know. I they're like, I'm going to kick your ass, cliff. Jedi. And you just put your hand up and you watch that dude fly off the cliff. And it's like, I'm waiting for you to come over here and kick my ass, bro. <laughs> would this have been your would this have been your game of the year, Centurion? It's, I mean Oh yeah, I mean, definitely. You, you play, I see you playing everything, bro. So like <laughs> No, definitely. I would yeah. definitely say this would be this year's game of the year, which is probably why they left it out because nobody would want to go up against that. Cause I mean, dude. I love like at the beginning of the game, you're constantly just like, I want to be like the force unleashed. I just want to totally whoop everybody's ass and have all these ultimate force powers. But as you get towards the game and play it more and more and you unlock stuff and you get better at fighting, it, it feels more rewarding. So it just brings the subject back up again. So then where does this fall at? Is it, is it the first game in line for next year's gear, you know, game of the war, uh, a nomination or oh, because then you have all these other games you have to compete against. You know, like Halo. You know, it, it, it kind of gets fallen by the wayside. Is what happens. Like, uh, it might. I mean, if it if it's not Halo nominated this year, cut off too. Yeah, it I came mean, out on the last day on the cutoff, so I could see next year when they would be like, "Oh, well, it doesn't qualify because it actually came out during." It was just we decided not to include it, and that's mm. one thing that I really have a big problem with: is rules are rules. It may have came out the last day but it still came out within the perspective time frame and no offense, but gaming journalists get these games sometimes a week in advance. So to say that, you know, nothing, don't know enough about the game to vote for it is just mm -hmm. so lazy arses up and, you know, do what you got to do, due diligence and review the game because, you know, these guys put a lot of work into this game and developing it. And it's, I think if it's, if it's, uh, if it deserves to have a spot, then it should be, should be Dude, fair. This, this would have made EA look good. If the game was at least nominated, let's not even talk about it winning, but if EA with all the problems they've had with star Wars, this generation mm -hmm. was able to show, Hey, we were able to write the ship. Um, the guy over at respawn, I always forget his name was able to crank Vincent out. A, Vincent Palo was able to make a great star Wars game because we got on our knees and begged him to please save our asses. But, <laughs> but I mean like straight up, that would have well, been just a remember, uh, just for you know, a few years ago, people were, they lost faith in him. You know, that was the call of duty guy. And then, you know, when time came out and they dogged him and then, you know, now all of a yeah. sudden Apex came out and now the Star Wars that I fallen. Yeah, back now he's it, like, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's funny how how far you how, how far you can fall from grace and how quickly you can be resurrected. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, Greeky nerd that uh, the Last of Us Two and Cyberpunk. You know, uh, if it, I guess it would be competing with that. I oh, forgot about Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Oh, so many things, man, bro. <laughs> Cyberpunk. Ugh. I forgot Hope about that. Yeah, that that right there is going. That's going to win everything. Now, and uh, dipping back into uh, what was it Deus Ex Human Revolution? I never got the chance to play it last gen. 
Mm-hmm. So, but it's getting weird to go back to some of the weird control schemes, and they don't give you a chance to change the controls. <laughs> so to like cover is left trigger to go into cover. So it's just <laughs> oh right. I know we strayed all over the place with this topic, didn't we? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no, yeah. I've been meaning to get into that too. I've, I've, uh, you know, I had multiple friends tell me about that game, and uh, you know. Need to get get into it at some point. Actually, did anybody see the EA Access promo on the Xbox dashboard? It had like one month free trial. Like that's yeah, pretty cool. At the, at the well, yeah, that's that's part of the uh, the um, Game Pass now. You get you got a free month, and then what what else are you get in Spotify? Uh, three Discord. Spotify six months. So I, I got it. Just so you know, it works. Yeah. Yeah, I got true. it. I love it. It's really good. The Spotify is really good. So, if you haven't gotten it, you can get it. I'm gonna I get that. Work. I didn't. Yeah, it's it's right on your your console. It's right on the uh, mm-hmm. other page. It's explore more awards or something, or get yeah, your own I, awards. Yeah, I took up the offer. I'm like, yeah, why not? There's a few games there. I wouldn't mind uh, trying for free. You know, for a month. Why not? So. Uh, that's pretty cool that, uh, you know, more value in these uh, subscription services. And, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, kind of cool. Um, all right, everyone. I guess on that note, we're going to end off the show now. And we had a wonderful chat tonight. Uh, thank you, everyone, for coming out. We had uh, D- D- Geeky Nerd, HeBot, Sam Walton, Matt Jones. Hope you're feeling better, Matt. Matt had uh, some surgery on his uh, wisdom teeth taken out. Uh, hope you're feeling better there, bud. Oh, for uh, better, Matt. Check your check your work. You might get some FMLA. Get off work for free. <laughs> yeah, definitely. He's, he's he's correct. Uh, what else? Born distracted. We had Jago in here. Dreadpool, NLG Gaming. Uh, Michael Monkey Punch, Peter Sark, lots of good people in here. Thanks for checking out the show. Yeah. <laughs> I hung out with him at uh, last night at Dave and Buster's. We were uh, hanging out and uh, watching the uh, the fight last night. So that was a nice surprise. So good times. Yeah, I saw that. You got some uh, pretty good. Uh... Oh, wait, no. you Did you give him uh, a couple of gifts? Yeah, uh, some uh, couple. I, this was supposed to have been given to Hebot two years ago <laughs> like and this has been i've been so busy with work we finally got caught up we we uh caught up with one another and our schedules kind of aligned yes, the yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he gave me this awesome 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 like super rare megatron transformer thing i'm gonna post video uh i guess a, a picture of it on twitter later and it's just like expensive as hell i know it is and it's just like i was just so it was just Thank you for that, Hebot. Like whatever I gave him, like just it's nothing compared to the gift he gave me. He knows I love my Transformers, and yeah, it's still in my car. I haven't taken it out yet, but uh, I much appreciate it, man. Thank you, bro, <laughs> for the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. I saw the yeah. uh, cups. That was pretty cool. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, big sh- shout out to everyone that joined us. And hey, if you enjoyed the show, then definitely consider dropping a like, leave a comment, and share this out to the world. And also, don't forget. We're on various podcasting services. Definitely check them out in the links below for more ways to follow us. All right, fellas, let's say goodbye to uh, for this show. Centurion, where can our awesome fans find you at? 
Well, they can always find me here, kicking it with you great individuals on TXR. Um, I'm also on Saltiest Gaming Podcast on Thursdays. I'm on the Shop Podcast on Saturdays. And I can always be found 24-7 on Xbox Live, YouTube, and Twitter at Centurion1307. All right, good stuff. Shock Buddy, where can everyone follow you, my static friend? Yeah, thanks for uh, joining us tonight. But uh, yeah, you can find me at Shock Nero on Twitter, Easy Shock on PSN Xbox Live. But yeah, uh, thanks for joining. That's right. Uh, Southbound, where can everyone find the man on the west side? The west side is the best side. You can follow at your boy at Southbound110. We had a good night conversation tonight, and I uh, hope everybody has a good weekend. Happy Thanksgiving if you're in the States, and uh, much love. Mm-hmm, for sure. Uh, Megatron, and where can everyone follow you at, my metallic friend? As always, on Xbox Live, Megatron 1, hit me up. I'm still looking for those shipmates for Sea of Thieves. Best damn IP. <laughs> and um and on Twitter, uh Megatron underscore one nine seven five. And yeah, everybody have a wonderful holiday. Thanksgiving is coming up. We'll do I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a lot of uh, gaming and eating and eating and gaming and sleeping and gaming and shitting. Uh, 40 <laughs> Jeremy. Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy shitting John. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a lot, you know, four day weekend coming up. So yeah, just kind of chill, hang out with the family. I want everybody to have a safe, wonderful holiday, you know, and uh, just chillax and play some games, man. That's it. Sounds good, Tim Dog. Great show tonight. Where can the Xbox fans follow your antics? You can find me on Twitter, <laughs> XCloud Tim Dog. Um, usually I'm there. I'm here every Sunday, cracking a beer and some uh, some friendly uh, candies uh, and friends on TXR Sunday nights, RDX Tuesday nights, uh, 8 p.m. And uh, good show tonight. I'm gonna get to my X Cloud. Uh, I have one thing to say: I've been testing X Cloud, and uh, it's the real deal. Um, if you want to take your game and go, it really works well. Megatron, my friend, did you get it yet? Before we leave, no. Oh, I'm Why no. you send the DM? I'm doing it right now. As soon as we get all, why we even? Gamer says he has it. You <laughs> I gotta get it, man. I'm gonna stop crashing. You got, you gotta just send it. Right phone, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna it's not do like it. you, you, you asking for. Tim, Tim has an iPhone for Christ's sake, and he has it. Well, I, yeah. I use. Uh, I, use uh, <laughs> no. I, I got a. Uh, Don't you your work phone? It, 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 no, Tim's no, no. The, I, you, I, I, you, you can actually use. I use. Um, I bought a a, a, a Samsung um, a tablet that I play on, but um. The the thing is, it's coming to iPhone, so the people who have iPhone, it's coming there too. So you don't have to lose your phone, and they have they had confirmed that at XO, at one of the things. But yeah, to get on there, have you tried? What have you been playing on? You've been playing on the best thing, the S10, right? Yeah. I got the S8. I, I got a Note Eight, man. No, you're perfect. Yeah, you're perfect. Right yeah, there. so I need to upgrade though, definitely. All right, fellas. Well, again, I'm Invader. You can follow me at in. Uh, Invader Gaming on YouTube and obviously on Twitter at Invader underscore 1986. 
Guys, it's been a blast. Thank you all for showing up. Happy Thanksgiving to all my American friends. I hope you guys have a good time with family, friends, get fat over awesome meals, all kinds of turkey and so on, and stay safe. Until next weekend, guys, take it easy. Yep, happy holidays. Yeah. We love you. <laughs>